bless you. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning that's about to open to us. We receive the posture by help of your spirit to be ministered to by you. Father, we receive help to be blessed this morning all the graces we need to fetch out of the waters you've caused to flow our way today grant unto every soul father i pray that you will release unction release utterance father to paint the picture of this truth, of this revelation. Thank you, our Father. I bring myself under you. Help me, my Father. Help me. Help us this morning. Help us to behold wondrous things in your law. As your word has said. Thank you, our Father. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, 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 glory to your We worship you, eternal King of glory. You set the beams of your chambers in the waters. You make the cloud your chariots. You ride upon the wings of the wind. You dwell between the cherubim. You ride upon the wings of cherubs. Eternal King of glory. Ancient, 
ancient of days lord almighty mighty god everlasting father uh, eternal rock the rock of ages jesus the son of god lamb of god take away the sins of the world how beautiful you are messiah lord even to stepano balita the light of the city we worship you 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 worship you we bless you amen 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 father we thank you we give you glory thank you for your son who gladdens our heart this morning the gladstone seated in heaven right at your right hand crowned with majesty and throned forever Jesus we worship you our high priest we bless your holy name glory to you amen amen thank you father praise the lord hallelujah thank you jesus um let's open our bibles amen a psalm 45 psalm 45 if you're there say amen Amen. praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord Amen. Thank you, Father. Um, verse 1, Psalm 45, verse 1. It says, My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. God, I sought upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. Praise God. And in thy majesty write prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. For thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. 
all thy garments smell of mire and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad, praise God. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of offer. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Does anybody have any question from maybe last message, the last teachings? We've had any of the teachings we've had. Praise God. Amen. If you have questions, um, just you can ask them. Amen. Please go on. Any questions? Blessing, do you have a question? No. What no. <laughs> of Stephanie? Do you have a question? No? Are you sure? No? Sure. Okay. I have a question. All right, all right. It's not very deep question. Okay. Yes. You know how... We're talking about millennial reign. Yes. Just come in. Yes. Oh, and then you were saying that that time will be more, not necessarily physical in that sense, an actual, but physical in that it will be manifest. And so um, he will beat the nations with his rod of iron. Mm-hmm. I was wondering that would that thing happen before rapture? Okay. Like the rapture of the saints. So is it that then? Like the saints are raptured up and then they will now come back and then the nations on the earth will now be forced to like I guess see him and then will because of him you know that kind of thing but I don't know does that happen before or after like what's the timeline praise God amen is there any, any other question We understand every single thing. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> God has given us a serious grace for understanding. Father, we thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So maybe I'll ask my own questions. Um, Praise God. Amen. That millennial rain thing, I don't want to, I don't want to teach more about that for now. Um... All I just want us to know is that there is going, there is a rain in the soul. Mm-hmm. Praise God, and there will be a physical rain of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk a lot about that timing and all that. Um, praise the Lord. I'm not. I'm not led to to do that. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go back to Psalm. Psalm chapter Psalm chapter 45. 
Praise God. Um, there's a place that we need to cross into something, but there's something holding in my heart. I don't know what it is. Amen. Um, okay. Let's see Psalm 45. <coughs> um, verse 4, it says, And in thy majesty write prosperously because of truth and meekness and what? And righteousness. In thy majesty write prosperously. Praise God. Because of truth and meekness and righteousness, and thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Praise God. Um, verse, let's go back. Um, Psalm 45. Thy heart is indicted a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is, is the pen. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Praise God. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore, God hath blessed thee forever. Therefore, God has blessed thee. So, verse 2. Thou art fairer than the children of men. That word fairer here uh, means... It doesn't mean he's more handsome. Um, so, of course, we know this king here is... Who is this king? Is who? This king is, is Lord Jesus. Praise God. It's a psalm actually about Jesus. Um, but written by the Spirit. So, but the writer... Um, maybe David, praise God. The writer... I said he said my heart is indicting a good matter so that word indicting means it's my heart is full mm-hmm. or it's um it's overflowing with a a good matter praise god um so then i said i speak of the things which i have made touching the king so things that that word things touching means things concerning things about about the king um so it means that things about the king are good matters or they call it a, he calls it a good matter um that, that means that there are things they are not things to be ignored they are not common things there is a property of goodness about things that pertain to the king and we know Jesus is many things. He actually, if you begin to list out all the things which he became through the process of his ascension, he became many things. Praise God. He became a lot of things. He became a prophet. He was just a boy. After a while, he became a prophet. He became, the child grew. After a while, he grew and he became, um, he came into a stature of uh praise the lord he came he became into a stature of the son of god in degrees praise god and then of course we know he ended up in the throne on the throne of god and so but the things pertaining to his dominion uh things pertaining to his kingship um the psalm is calling those things good matter so there's something good about the dominion or the kingship of Jesus. So Jesus as a king. 
And you know that matter of Jesus being a king was a matter of great... That was actually what he died for. That's one of the main things. If you ask me what was the... What did they pinpoint? Praise God. Or uh, what was the, the foil behind him being crucified? I know the, from a religious point of view, those priests, they would say their problem was that he said he's the son of God. But that's not really what, that was not really the foil behind him being killed. Even though there was an excuse they gave to the Jews, to get the Jews behind them, was that they said this man was the son of, he said he's the son of God. That was the, the, what the, the Sanhedrin, the, all the, the high priests, pray, the priests at that time, the Pharisees and all those scholars, that was what they, their indictment against him was that he said he's the son of God. That's how they got the people. But that wasn't, it wasn't the people alone couldn't kill him. You needed the, the authorities, praise God, to, to step up and say, okay, that's why they took him before Pilate. They were taking him. Or ultimately, Rome had to permit his death. Praise God. That's, they had to permit his death. And the Romans, I mean, telling them that this man said he's, he's the son of God, it's not their business. It's not their thing. <laughs> you know, amen. The Romans were not custodians of God's things upon the earth. It was the Jews who were the custodians. So this man saying blaspheming that he said he's the son of God is not this doesn't affect Caesar, it doesn't affect any of those guys. They don't care about that. So but then he now went further and and they now began to call call him the king of the Jews. Praise God. And that they now when they they knew that this one will cause problem. Praise the Lord. You know that that one already caused problem right from the beginning. When he was a baby, right? That was what caused Herod. That was what stirred Herod up when they said, because they went and checked. Messiah is coming. Said, okay, it's time for Messiah to come. No wahala. Then guys who must have been scholars must have gone to read the prophetic books and said, "This Messiah, they prophesied that he will be a king." Oh. <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> you know all those guys who are the guys who are loyal to the king. They are the ones who always bring his matters, the matters of, that are concerning him. They told him, look, we read about this Messiah guy that they're talking about. In the book, they actually said he's going to be a king. <laughs> that, that, that woke up the heart of the king and said, okay, ah, there's going to be a problem here. Amen. Amen. And that was the same thing. He saw when, um, praise God, um, was, it, was it Festus or so? They took him before. Not Festus, sorry. And they asked him, they asked him are you the king of the Jews? Um, praise God. And um, he said, uh, praise God. Was it Pilate? It was Pilate. Praise God. Sorry. Amen. And so that was one of the, the in, in, in fact, when they killed him, that's what they wrote on his cross. Right? On his cross, that label on his cross, I believe that thing was probably when they crucified somebody, they put an, a marker of explanation of what he did. And they wrote there, Jesus, the King of the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So, and, so, and the Romans were brutal. They don't want anything that has to do with threat, threat to their dominion. They won't take it. So that's how they, they, they successfully were able to kill him. Praise God. Yeah. So, but this thing about his dominion, and when they asked him, are you the king? He didn't deny it. 
right? He didn't deny. He didn't say, he didn't say I'm not the king. Yeah. It's just that the kind of king that they thought he was, amen, is not the kind of king he is. But there's something about his dominion um, that is important for us to know. So well, it's funny that what Jesus died for, we still don't know it. At least I'm mean, here 2,000 years after, am I correct? Mm-hmm. The, the thing that he was killed for, uh, what I mean is that that thing that so it stirred up not just it stirred up not just the people it was spirits mm-hmm. who got stirred up who uh, incited the hearts of those people who killed Jesus praise God uh, so the the issue of dominion is not something that souls should be blind towards right because. Um, Men are designed to be under dominion. Every person is under a dominion. In times past, in um, maybe centuries past, people were more sensitive to dominion than they are now. I mean, more consciously sensitive because... The kingdom, the, the world was very, very clearly divided into kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And the dominions had a very clear impact on the heart, in the lives of people mm-hmm. at that time. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But right now, the idea of dominion has, has, it has actually morphed. It has changed. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's, mm-hmm. it's more difficult to detect dominion upon the earth. Praise the Lord. It's more, it has morphed. It has changed in its appearance. It has changed in its approach <laughs> towards souls. Amen. Amen. And so, so you find that we are, I was saying last time, that we are in the season of the time of the last king, right? Out of, out of the four kings you saw in the book of Daniel, there's something about that fourth one, that final one, which will appear. That one in the book of Daniel, I think chapter 7, it said that 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 beast is more diverse than the rest of the other ones. The other ones, had, they had specific, very clear characteristics. So when, they, when you cite their dominion among men, you can easily tell and create demarcations. In fact, in history, you can actually tell when such reign were shifting among the nations. Praise God. But when it comes to the last one, yeah, that one is actually interesting. It's, it's more diverse. It's different. It's more, it's more difficult. That word spiritually, di- different actually means it's more spiritual mm. in how it manifests its, dumb, its, its reign mm. among men, mm. among people. And one of the things of that prophecy in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, is that there will be strength in that time given to the saints, Giving to the holy people. Let's just see a little bit of that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Daniel chapter 7. Praise God. Let's see. Um, Okay, let's go down. Let's go all the way down. You see verse 23. Verse 23 says, Thus, said, thus he said, that the fourth, beast, the fourth beast shall, Daniel 7, 23, 
says, Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the, upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Amen. Amen. And shall do what? Shall break it in pieces. And the ten horns out of his kingdoms are ten kings. So, so he said, this, this one will have is one, but we have distribution of ten. Kingdoms are then ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the, the saints of the Most High. Are you seeing that? And, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given unto his hand until a time and times, and then the dividing of time. That's half a time. Praise God. As the body judgment shall sit, and it shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Then either to is the end of the matter, as for me, Daniel, my con- cogitations which tr- much troubled me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you go back and read this whole thing, you will discover that, that this fourth beast, or this fourth kingdom, was a game changer. In other words, it's the one that opens the door. Opened, when they looked at him, they saw another ten horns. And out of those ten horns, they saw seven. They saw three. That one tiny one grew out of. And that one is the most deadly emergence upon the earth. So, but it was this fourth one who was diverse that, that gave birth to it. So, you see that, that tiny one is, the, is actually the beastly operation. Praise God. That will come out of the diverse kingdom the most spiritual evolution of the world praise the lord is the it will come out of the most spiritual world evolution of the world which is what will will begin to occur at the last time praise the lord um let's see let's see go let's go up let's just see a little bit um above before this in let's see verse 16. Praise God. In verse 16, it says, I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him, asked him the truth of all this. And then he says, So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the, of the things. It says that these great beasts, which are four, there are four kings, which shall arise out of the earth. It says, but the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing that? So the, 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 the saints of the kingdom shall take the kingdom and then possess the kingdom forever and ever. Let's go back a little. Praise God. Um, there verse 11, it says, I beheld then because of the voice of the great words, which the horn spake. So, praise God. And I beheld even till the beast was slain, and then his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. So this is talking about the destruction of that final beast. Praise God. 
Father, we thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, let's read verse 7. Let's read. So from verse 1 to verse 6, it spoke about the first three beasts, right? Amen. The first one was like a lion in verse 4. The second one was like a, like a bear in verse 5. Praise God. The third one is like, is, verse 6 is like a leopard. Then, you, then, then lastly, there was the fourth one, verse 7. It says, after this, I saw in the night visions. Amen. Guys, don't be afraid. I'm not teaching this thing, okay? I just want to, to pick something from here. Amen. Um, verse 7 it says, after this, I saw in the night vision and a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, okay? And strong exceedingly. Are you seeing all these properties? They didn't describe the other ones like this. He said, this one is strong, is dreadful and terrible, strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces. It stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Are you seeing? They couldn't pinpoint what it is. It means it's not, it's not easily discernible. But it's doing great devastation. It means that its operation is more spiritual than the other ones. Praise God. Its operation is what? So it can do a great devastation. Are you seeing the kind of devastation it can do? Praise God. But its appearance, amen. Praise the Lord. It devoured and break in pieces that verse 7 and stamped. The residue with the speed of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. That word ten horns is uh, they actually, it means that it's actually carrying different le- or other dominions on, upon it. So it is actually a, it is a, is actually a beast, is a utility beast. Praise God. It's actually, is a what? Is it? Is It is the. Its job is to bring into the earth all that dominions, amen. That cannot come unless there is a spiritual, um, what a spiritual a, a bridge, amen. There, there has to be what a bridge. The world, first of all, um, the world. The, the, that thing called the world, the, the, all these beasts you are seeing, they are designs of Satan. Praise God. They are what? They actually designed. They, they, these beasts are, they are the designs of darkness for, to enforce dominion upon the earth. Rulership, how to rule the earth. Satan's design of how to rule the earth. They are actually um, in manufactured beasts, different natures. Praise God to, to, to rule the earth. Amen. So Amen. these beasts, they are actually, um, they are different evolutions of worldliness. That he, Satan is, is according to the management of men. You can't bring this fourth beast in the time of the first beast. The earth cannot take it. The earth won't be able to connect it. It's too spiritual. You, because men, you, 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 praise God. It's too spiritual in darkness. Many haven't journeyed to that point where this beast can do its job. Praise God. So, so, uh, so you're seeing this, this, this thing of dominion is a complex matter. No soul 
especially in the last time, should be ignorant about these things. In other words, dominion means what is driving the, what is driving the inward, the inward motions of men. What make men? What's making men do what they do? What's making men love what they love? What's making men behave how they, they are behaving? Is that those are matters of dominion, and and matters of dominion are spiritual. They are spiritual matters. Praise God. Amen. 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 So you've seen Satan has not been sleeping. Satan has been seriously at work, intelligently, spiritually, on how to drive men. What is what is it driving men to? He wants to drive men into willful acceptance of destruction. And it has taken thousands of years. He's just been very patiently doing it. The world has been evolving. One dominion handing over to this, phasing out. Another one is rising up. One season of dominion is phasing out. Dominion on the earth started very carnally. Then it began to gradually began to become more spiritual. That word spiritual means it began to add more intelligence to it. Am I making sense? It began to add more what? It began to add more intelligence. That's the progression you see here. Wisdom is a wisdom operation. You know, a bear is wiser than a lion. A lion is just a holy rah, rah. That's the thing. You know that raw thing? Yeah. Amen. By the time you eat raws, you it, it can stop anything in its track. Amen. Amen. So is that raw is to paralyze a thing. It's not an operation. The lion is not necessarily a wise animal. But there's something it has. It has boldness. Lion doesn't hide. He doesn't, he, lion is not, it does, nature is not to go and secretly be plying. No, no. It shows up. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to come, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. I'm the lion. I'm the king of this place. Mm-hmm. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. So that's the nature of a lion. That's the first one that came. Then after that one, you saw a bear. A bear is more cunning than a lion. Mm-hmm. Even though it, has, it, is, it is imposing. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But it, it, a bear is more cunning. Than a lion, then you now have the leopard, which is even way more cunning than the bear. Are you seeing evolution of wisdom? Mm. So these are different ways of handling of souls mm. in the spirit. Amen. That mm. the world that Satan has has been using, praise God, mm. and he has been evolving the way of driving souls. Mm. Am I making sense to you? Yes, praise God. Mm. And then you see the for, in the fourth the fourth one. The fourth one, you can't pin it down to just a particular animal. It is more diverse than the rest. And what I believe here is that you see more diversity of operations in this one. So when it comes, because of its diversity, it's difficult for souls to escape the dominion of this fourth beast. Because of its diversity, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And you now see, but upon it is carrying horns on top of it. The other beasts were not beasts of horns. Lion is not a, a beast of horn. Neither is a bear. Neither is a leopard. Praise God. So a horn means that it is tapping into some authority. 
is actually establishing some authority and is also carrying some other authority upon it. So it's a bridge. This fourth, this fourth beast or this fourth dominion is a bridging dominion. And so this one is the form of worldliness that will open the door into the end times. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? So this one is what? The form of worldliness that will open the, the door. What makes it an opener of the door? What makes it a bridger? It's, like, it's the one that is able to connect the, what, the, the nature of iniquity. He's able to connect the, the nature of the beast. Praise the Lord. Amen. This, this one is the one that will introduce... Amen. Amen. It's, it's the one that will introduce, you know, in the book of, in the book of Revelation, we saw the woman sitting upon many waters. Praise God. She sat upon many waters. Then kings were fornicating with her. So that woman is, is like the fountain origin from where the dominions in the earth fetch their cup, their drink from. So when a dominion comes, she gives the, a drink according to that dominion season. Are you getting me? She is the server of the wine. That's who that woman, Babylon is. Babylon is the server, and there are different kinds of wine inside her. She's a mixture. She's both purple and scarlet. When it, there, will be, there's a, there will be a season upon the earth where she serves only purple wine. Just purple wine. This is just pure worldliness. There will be a season when the beast carrying her will nudge her. It's time to, to begin to give up the scarlet of the wine, of the drink. Amen. Are you, so that scarlet it means it has more of the beast's nature. Are, are you seeing that? And who she's serving into is she's serving the wine to dominion. So each dominion of, the, of worldliness has an anointing level. He has an anointing level, and the level of its wine is the level at which is able to break through into men. There's, but there is one of them. There will now be an, a time when there will be a season of a kingdom. That's the one that will go into perdition in chapter, chapter 17. Amen. Let's just read a little bit, a little bit of it. Praise God. Revelation chapter 17. Our Father, we thank you. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Our Lord, we submit to you. Come and speak to us what you want to say in this short time. In Jesus' name. Amen. We've read this place. We're familiar with it up till, you know, the woman. And you saw her name, Mystery Babylon the Great. The mother of Harlot and the you see, they didn't say she's the harlot. Say she's the mother. Who is the mother? The mother is the one who is where, where the offspring, what? Where they get their flow from. Praise God. Is the one who gives them their essence. It's their mother. So she's where the, she's the tap of Satan. The tap where they, they serve the abominations 
of the earth. Praise God. So he said, I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admonition. Praise God. And then the angel said unto me, Therefore, didst thou, wherefore did thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath seven heads and ten horns. Amen. And the beast which thou sawest was, was and is not. And shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. Are you seeing that? And then go into perdition. This beast was and is not. And then shall this ascend out of the bottomless pit. And then go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. Whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and is not. And yet is and here is the mind which hath wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth and there are seven kings five are fallen one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh he must continue a short space and the beast that was and is not and he that is eighth and he even he is the eighth are you seeing that and is of the seven that's the part I want you to see the eighth is of the seven. And that word of the seven means he connects the essence of the seven. But he also has his own thing. He wants to push it into something. He says, and then goeth into perdition. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Praise God. And this have one mind and shall give power and strength unto the beast. And this shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome him, for he is the Lord of lords, the King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen, and what and faithful. Praise the Lord. Amen. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the horse, the horse seated are peoples, and multitude, and nations, and tongues. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, are you seeing that? So I want you to just see that, see a progression. Amen. Just see a progression of these kingdoms, right? Let's see from verse 10. It says, There are seven kings, five are falling, one is and the other, and one is not yet come. One is and one is not yet come. But there will be a time when he will come. Praise God. And then when he will come, so five are falling, one is, that's the sixth one. Then then the, the other one is not yet come. That's the seventh one. Amen. Amen. But they said they are seven. They didn't say they are eighth. They said they are seven. Now, but when that one comes, it will be just there for a short space. That was the meaning of a short space. He's a bridger. You see that seven? Now, why did he not mention eight? There will be an eighth one, but he didn't mention the eight. The eight is hidden. He can't show himself. That eight is the real real guy they want to bring. Because that's the one that goes into perdition. Amen. is the real one, but he can never see him as a dominion on the earth. Just he can't come like that. Praise God. So he's seven. Praise God. But then you see, that seventh one is a bridging king. When you see, he must not, he must just, and when, because when, and when the beast, what I was and is not, and even he is the eighth. The beast that was, and who? 
Now tell me which beast was and is not. Is what? No. Verse 11. There's a beast that was and is not. He said he's the eighth. He wasn't numbered upon the seven, but they mentioned him before in verse 8. That's the beast that carried the woman. Am I lying? <laughs> the one that's carrying the really carrying the woman, they didn't mention him. It was not even I was out of the question since they just told you that there are seven kings. Praise God. Are you seeing are you seeing that? The mind which hath with wisdom, seven heads. Verse nine, the the here's the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman seated, and they are seven kings. So those are seven mountains of kings. That word mountain means worship. So each of these kings, they are kings of worship. They are mountain kings. They are not kings of cities or kings. They are, they are is dominion in worship. That's the word. The word mountain means worship. Praise, are you seeing that? That's what, so that woman is carrying dominions. Praise God. And so that's, you now see those seven Things, kings, praise God, which, um, or, or which are the seven heads of the woman, praise God. Hallelujah. That those, sorry, um, the seven heads of the beast, praise God. Those seven heads, so there are seven mountains, amen, on which the woman seated, and these are seven kings, okay. Then five are falling, are you seeing that? And one is. And the other is not what? Is not yet come. Amen. So you see, the real nature of the beast is what they describe in verse 8. Right? That, that was and is not, and then shall do what? Ascend out of the, of the bottomless pit. But the way he will make himself known is using the woman, praise God, um, and then the seven kings that will manifest. And we saw that five are falling, at this time, they are speaking of now. Five are falling. One is, praise God, and then the other is not what? Yet come. But when that one will come, that one will be the, the last manifest dominion. Praise God. It will be the last word, manifest. Now, what is the purpose of his manifestation? It will be for a shorter time. Praise God. And the purpose of that short time is to now allow the real beast to come out. Praise God. There are seven kings, five are fallen. One is, the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. That's the seventh one. What is the meaning of seven? Seven means completion. Is the time of completion. That seven marks the completion of the era of just worldliness. It's the completion of the season when men will just be worldly on the earth. So from this time, when men die more, they are no longer worldly. They are becoming beastly. Yeah, because they have begun to partake of the seven. When you're from the seven, they move into the eighth, which is of the seven. But it's but the seven that goeth into perdition. 
That word, the word perdition means what? Destruction. Destruction. So any soul that gets to this point in terms of their, their marriage, their rapport, drunkenness with the world, the next thing they are going into is destruction. Amen. Amen. Does this make sense? I, I don't know if you made some kind of sense to us. I just try to say it in a way that we don't go too into it, but you get the essence of it. Are you seeing that? Is anybody that doesn't understand really what I just said? If you, if you can let me know if you don't get the essence of what I said. Do uh, you, you understand it? Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. So, so going back to Daniel. Praise the Lord. Um, let's go back to Daniel chapter 7. So you see that final one in verse, verse 7. Okay. And after this, I saw in the ninth visions, behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. And I considered the, the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little one. Are you seeing the same kind of thing going on? They said he had ten, but they now say that out from that ten, they came another little one that I didn't mention before. Amen. Amen. Then that one came up. See, before them that were three of the first horn plucked up. So that little one that came, it removed three out of the ten. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It removed how many? Amen. Three out of the ten. Amen. Amen. They were plucked up by the roots. And in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man. So when that horn came out, you now saw it's actually a kind of a man that had eyes and can talk. Praise God. He has eyes and he can speak. So, of course, when it came out, if it, there are ten, it removed three. And it came out, it means it's an eighth. Are you seeing that? It's actually an, it's actually an eighth. Right? That was not there before. When you see the beast has seven head, ten horns, yeah, I think it's not complete. What's the meaning of that? Seven head, ten horns. What, what is that they are telling you is this? That it has more hidden authority than what they are sh- than the heads. Head means what's manifesting. Horn means what might not be manifesting. Is the authorities. It had, so it means that one, he had more authority in that what is manifest. And the real authority is what is hidden. Are you seeing that? So you're seeing this, here, these ten different horns. You now saw, after I went that little, he said it came out, say little. It's a little, imagine a little horn removing three. And then it, it came out. It means it can stand in the place of three. 
And when it came up, he now saw that it's not really a horn, it's actually a head. Because something that has eyes and can talk is not a horn, it's a head. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, let's see what happened. And like the eyes of a man and the mouth speaking great things. And I beheld till the thrones were cast down. And the ancient of days, this seat, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool, his throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. And a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him. And ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and then the books were opened. Praise God. I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain. Praise God. And his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Amen. Amen. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away. Yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Verse 13. I saw in the night visions and behold, then one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven. Praise God. Let's not get distracted, please. Um, amen. There are many, many things. I don't want you to understand what I'm saying today. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Um, so you're seeing, they, are, they, they now showed you when the time after that beast came up and began to speak words, many words, right? Then they now began to show something else that will happen that there will now be another they now began to zoom into another dominion while all these things are happening something else is going on right thrones were cast down and then the ancient of dead sat amen then he sat they described what he looked like praise God and then they now show that his own seating resulted in the slaying of that other beast. Praise God. And what made his slaying possible was because of casting of throne for the ancient of days to sit and books being opened. The, the books being open is judgment. If the books are not open, you can't judge. You can't judge that the operations of that beast. Right now, this time of throne being set, and then the ancient of the, of days sitting, and then books opening. These times are is a time of overcoming. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Verse 11 says, I beheld them because of the voice of the great words which the hound spake. Then I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning burning flame. And then concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away. 
Praise God. Yeah. Yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Verse 13. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. Now, these clouds of heaven are souls. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who are they? Souls. They are souls. So he is not coming alone. Remember the ancient of this sat before? Then he now saw this one coming with the clouds of what? Of heaven. And those clouds of heaven are saints. Souls of saints that have become heavenly. They are, this is also the people the Bible calls the armies of heaven in the book of Revelation chapter 9, 19. Am I correct? It's the same man and his armies. These, are, these armies are souls who have become clouds. They have become witnesses. What makes them witnesses? They have testimony. So if they have testimony, they are overcomers. Uh, does that make sense? So now, when they come, like this something will happen what will happen here is different from hebrews chapter one in hebrews chapter one at that point we saw the jesus came to the ancient of days which is god his god praise god and then his god told him okay you come and sit until your enemies become your footstool praise god now that that until your enemies become your full stool, you come and sit. But that in your sitting, there's something that should be happening. You need to be reigning. Am I correct? First Corinthians 15. Let's see that. First Corinthians chapter 15. Praise God. Are we blessed today? Let's see from verse verse um, um, verse uh, let's see 20 verse 20 let's just be from verse 19. Praise God. It says that if in this life only we have hope in, in Christ, okay? It says we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by him, by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Amen. Amen. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits. Afterward, did they that are Christ's at his coming. Amen. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all what? Authority. So that was then cometh the end. Means after this, after they are reading Christ, first, the first fruits, and then afterward, they that are what? Christ's at his coming. Then, then will come the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, 
when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. Am I making sense here? So that word, he must reign. That's the same thing they told him in Hebrews chapter 1. Sit down on my right hand until your enemy becomes your footstool. So it means in the process of putting the enemies, what? Under his feet, is there is a process of reigning that should what? Happen. That process of reigning is a process, that is how he delivers up the kingdoms. Amen. Amen. Is how he does what? That's how he delivers up the kingdoms. That word kingdom actually means the spaces of dominion. And of course the spaces of dominion inside men. He would have delivered them up to God. Even the Father. And all the same thing, he have put and down all rule and all authority. Praise God. And power. For he must reign. That was he must reign. He must reign inside men. Praise God. Till he has put all enemies where? Under his feet. And then not now how will you know when he has put all enemies? Is when he has also put the last enemy. Right? And the last enemy that shall be destroyed, what? Is, is death. Amen. 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 says, for he had put all things under his feet. But when he said all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which put all things under him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay? Um, does, we, does this make sense to you? So when he, when he does this, what will happen is that he will not only... By the time he is coming to God... After this has been done, he's coming in a different capacity. Not Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1 already happened. Praise God. But there will be another time when the ancient of days sat, will sit. Praise God. And in that time, will be in the season of the last kings. Amen. Which is actually going to be a season of perdition upon the earth. While some men are going into perdition. You have other men who are doing what? Who, who are going into what? Everlasting life. According to Daniel, some will be raised into life everlasting. These are the operations of the last times. Praise the Lord. So, in this time, what will now happen is that he won't, he won't be coming alone to his father. By this time now, he, when he came at first, he said, sit down first until all enemy has put under your feet. Because you have to reign until they come under. But when they've come under, he will now be coming with clouds of witnesses. Amen. Or the clouds of heaven, sorry. He will be coming with the clouds of heaven to the ancient of days. So let's go back to Daniel 7, verse 13. Praise God. And I, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. And then came to the ancient of days, and then they brought him near before him. Praise God. And then what happened? They gave, was given to him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, languages should serve him. And then his dominion is an everlasting dominion. We shall not pass away, 
and his kingdom that which shall not what be destroyed praise the lord amen are you seeing this so this kingdom this kingdom they're talking of is a kingdom which is not just the, the kingdom which he has now they're talking about the dominion which he will have with his saints that is a different order of dominion that is the real dominion that is actually the full dominion because the dominion not just a dominion the head has is a dominion who now has his body joined to his head and is ready for reigning does that make sense does this make sense Let, let's read a bit um let's see that verse 16 you see i came here unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all these and he told me and made me know the interpretation of these things say that these great beasts which are four are four kings which shall rise out of the earth say but then the saints of the most high shall take the kingdom praise god and do what possess the kingdom forever even forever and what ever amen Amen. do you see that they will take the kingdom and they will possess the kingdom forever and ever let's see a little bit more praise god let's see verse 24 let's see 23 24 okay let's let's read on from um verse 20 um 22 it says, until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And that, time, and that the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. So, um, amen. amen. Uh, I want us to see the way of overcoming in this place. Now, if we don't see this, way, this thing, no, nobody has power against this kind of creature. The reason why we are all sleeping is because we don't know what's coming. Praise God. In the church, we, when we think, we think of iniquity, worldliness, all that, we just think of you know, children being mischievous, committing sins and all that. And all, you know, the, the kind of thing we are used to. We are not aware of the onslaught of wickedness depravity of of iniquity that is that is about to be spread as a flood over the nations we, we are not aware of how how much devastation is being is being worked up in the kingdom of darkness amen, amen. to to they want to they want to give they want to give unrighteousness to the earth as inheritance. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's what the devil is doing right now. Is to publish unrighteousness. Publish wickedness. Make souls dead. That's the meaning of the heart of men. Will just wax cold. You get to a point. You'll be as if they just turn switch of men off. Men will just be getting cold towards God. Cold. 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 Amen. I know some, of, some Christian... Some Christian cultures, we feel we are immune to it. You know, because of, you know what's happened in the Western world over time? You know, if you come here, living in Canada, you see a lot of churches now. You see big buildings who used to be churches before are now hotels. Some of them are 
Amen. Just simple because they don't come. Imagine a almighty building. Every Sunday, you just see five people come. And those five people who come, they come because maybe their grandfather and, or, or grandmother were maybe patrons of the church or something. Amen. And there's something that there's a connection. So they just come to support the... Amen. After a while, it will close down. Why? Because many of these people, in the, their the generations, they've moved beyond fate. Something has happened to them. Deadness has happened. I know, some, I know some of us immigrants, we just come here, we come here with pride, proud mind. We feel like, ah, you know, <laughs> all these oh, the white people, <laughs> they don't, uh, they don't, uh, they just, uh, you know, they are cold, they are all cold. Why? Right? Because of where we are coming from. You know, it's a, it's a proud thing. We think that what, we should be afraid. The white men who brought gospel to us when we were serving idols, we came here and met them like this. You should be afraid. What made them like this? That thing that made them, where did it go? Has it disappeared? Am I lying? When we're all in the jungle, praise God. When it came to awareness of Christ, anything, we were completely ignorant. These were the men who traveled. Some of them, the sacrifices they made for the gospel. Taking the gospel around the world. Praise God. And the Lord permitting that... Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Lord permitting, even though we accuse them that they were not perfect, they brought a lot of evil things. That's your own business. Amen. <laughs> At least they brought evil plus gospel. Yes. They could have chosen not to bring gospel. Let them leave gospel and bring only the evil. What will you do? Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Maybe they shouldn't have brought... At least they said they brought guns, they brought Bible and gone. Amen. So we're angry. Why did they come and bring guns? And uh, They could have left Bible and brought only gun. Will you have a... What will you do? There's nothing you will do. Amen. Praise God. So whether we like it or not, many of them had faith. Even though some of them... Uh, you, can, you can argue with their revelation, their enlightenment in the scriptures. Uh, maybe there were practices they still kept which were not uh, enlightened. But they had faith. Amen. Amen. And, they, and their faith was alive. It was not dead. If their faith was dead, there's no, you can't bring dead faith and make a whole, uh, masses of people in a continent turn from their idols that their ancestors have been worshipping. You get what I'm saying? They had the spirit. They had God. They had the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So, so, so these guys who brought this thing to us, and we come to their land after, and we see deadness. Something has happened. And some of us have proud mind. We are still doing our own thing. We are not conscious about what is, what is going on. There is a power. Amen. It's a mystery. The Bible calls it the mystery of iniquity, which doth already work. And it says, let him that thinketh he standeth, oh, let him take heed. If anybody is thinking, I can never hate God, and that's all you have. That's your conviction, you can't hate God. You are not subscribing to provisions of heaven to hide men from... Are you getting what I'm saying? After a while, you can become a champion hater of God. Iniquity will converse with you and turn you into a hater. You won't know how it happened. Not you. <laughs> In Jesus' name. But I'm talking of... Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody who has that, that kind of... Um, praise God. 
of attitude. Amen. 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 Praise God. So, so there's something. Whether we like it or not, so these things will come to pass. Eh? Yeah. Uh, amen. Is a spirit. Is a spirit. The, 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 the word passed through the lion season. Nothing stopped it. The beastly season came. Nothing, sorry, the, the, the bear season came. Nothing stopped it. The, lion, the leopard season came. Nothing stopped it. Because these things are, it's going to happen. Praise God. Amen. Um, so, but there is a victory of saints in the last time. There's a, there's a way God has, has kept the victory. Now, so something should happen that saints should connect. If saints don't connect the provision of heaven against this onslaught of unrighteousness, of wickedness, saints will be overcome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember in the book of Revelation chapter 13, it said the power was given unto the what? The, that beast to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Amen. That making war with saints and overcoming is make war with a man's, a man's treasure of righteousness. He's not fighting with you physically. He's a man who has resolved, I'm a lover of God, I serve God, I'm a Christian. There's something that can make war with him. The war is not aggression. The war is, is one. The point of war is to is to take spoil. Spoil means take what you are keeping. Yes. Amen. You know that war war back then wasn't just for killing people. In fact, if you go to war and you kill everybody, nobody's left. You didn't fight well. You've actually defeated the purpose of war. <laughs> am I am I correct, sir? Am I correct? Last last time, you know, it's foolishness that makes men think. It's when men became foolish, they started inventing weapon of mass destruction. Are you getting me? It's foolish, it's foolish men that came and say, okay, who don't understand the purpose of war? I say, let's design weapon of mass destruction, nuclear bomb that will just kill everybody. <laughs> Praise God. So that weapon is the weapon of a defeated man. If you check it, check the season when that thing came. It was in the West where they were afraid. That they were going to go. It was fear. Even check the when it, the only time it was used in Japan, it was fear that triggered the use of such things. Such things should not be weapons of war. It is is man man has fallen so much when we decide to create such things. Amen. But but you get war is not really about killing everybody. War is about taking spoil. Is if you can go this. Disarm them. Take all their armory away. Take everything. Then you will turn them to serve your own kingdom. And serve your dominion. You, take, you can take a whole nation. They will become your servants. Then you have been a victor in war. Are you seeing? It's not about, about destroying killing. Are you getting that? So when you say they, to make war with the saints and to overcome them. It's not to make sense disappear. Is that what sins are hiding, which is righteousness, that they are resolved to serve God, worship, they are resolving worship, allegiance, their love, be able to relate with them and converse with them, disarm them, and take that treasure from his soul. 
When you've done that to him, he's saint. You've made war with him and you overcome him. That, and you see, the weapon that that second beast had was mouth. It's the same weapon you see in this beast. That, that, that one, that little horn, came out. He had sight and he had a mouth. That mouth was his weapon of war. Praise God. So, 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 if I now ask you, let these developed nations, how did, how did they kill Christianity in Western world? Did anybody come? Look at the West. All the wars, the war, the West fought. First World War, the two great wars, in terms of when threat rose up against Western dominion, Western way of life. Those two wars, the West won those wars. Am I correct? So it wasn't that anybody came here to the West with guns and said, drop your Bible or we kill you. Don't serve God or we kill you. That never happened. The one there was they came back home. Are you getting me? But when they came back here, an invisible power was, was been warring with them for decades. At home, it's an invisible power. It's a power of mouth. It's a spirit that can preach. They preach faith out of the Western minds. They preach God out of the Western mind. Amen. Amen. By how they do anointing kings who glorify what? They glorify what they call it? Economic productivity. Glorify inventions. Glorify. Amen. Amen. What else do you glorify? Advancement. Glorify all kinds of things. Everything else that's glorified is by preaching. It's by men bringing contra. Are you seeing that? It's a spirit that's doing that. Those are the, war, the weapons of the end time. So, you see, the nature to make such a war, that is the diverse nature of the fourth beast. Is different from the other beasts. The way he wars is different. The way he fights is different. The way he brings about destruction is different. He has the grace to take something from men that the other beasts could not take. Other beasts could do things. They could come and make a whole nation drunkards. But as they are drinking in their wine parlor, sometimes they will still be singing worship. <laughs> and and, and they, 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 you can make them drunk, but you can't take faith from them. You can make them wife beaters, and you can make them all kinds. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, yes sir. <laughs> but to take faith from men is a different power. You need a different kind of beast, a different evolution of worldliness to do that kind of thing. And, so that, and that is the highest power of iniquity. To turn hearts cold toward God. And any nation, so you, so you see, any African, maybe who, or Nigerian who, you know, sometimes Nigerians are started boasting that, you know, we are the ones taking faith to the earth and all that. Um, it's not time to boast. It's time for you to take heed. He that think yet is standard. Praise the Lord. The reason why you've not been overcome is just that they've not exposed you to the things. 
that all these other nations have been exposed to. If they had exposed you to them, you would have been worse than them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so there, there is a provision, amen, amen. That, to, that will be made for the saints. Now you will see, we, before the saints connected these, the saints began to be, the, saint, the saints were being prevailed against until something happened, they, until they received something that empowered them. What empowered them is called is judgment. Revelation. Amen. Let's see it. Daniel chapter 7. Let's read from verse, um, verse 20. Daniel 7 verse 20. It says, And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell, praise God, even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that speak very great things, who, whose look was more stout than his fellows. That was stout means he was more serious and he was more mean, amen, than the others. And verse 21, I beheld and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. Are you seeing that? So that one, he has, he has anointing to war with saints. This, this anointing is is a special is his own special anointing. It is it is a different spirit. You know some spirits fear church. They fear church, but there is a kind of spirit. It's an end the end time spirit of darkness. They are not afraid of church. In fact, they are anointed specially for church, for the saints. That's their own special anointing. The anointing is to, amen. Are you seeing the? The, 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 the anointing, the capacity, a unique capacity of iniquity, of perdition, is that it has the grace to make temple desolate. To desolate the temple. It's not, it's not an easy grace to desolate the temple. Amen. For, for, to make a temple desolate, it means that you have, you have such great mouth, argument, that can talk to a priest and make them, okay, we are leaving this thing. This old priestly. <laughs> Imagine what it takes to talk to a priest. I've talked a priest out of the temple to stop the daily sacrifices. That's the first thing that will stop. Amen. You're able to do what? To stop the daily sacrifices from going up. We saw that in Daniel chapter 12. Praise God. And then after the daily sacrifices that stops, you now, they will now bring about the abomination that causes desolation. That, those abominable things. You check their abominable words that will be spoken. Amen. The utterances of the spirit that can speak to priestly soul and convince a priestly soul out of priesthood to make the temple desolate. Amen. Amen. I hope I'm not scaring you. It's not me that's preaching this message. I just came. Amen. The Lord wants to say this to us today. That's why if the Lord doesn't want to say this, there's no way I'll be telling you these things I'm saying now. Amen. So, it's God that wants to say this to us. So, let's just listen and we'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Um, so, um, every soul, every, every, the soul of every saint, listen, 
the soul of every saint can be prevailed against except they have the provision for saints in the in the last days it doesn't matter how dogged your devotion how dogged your resolve we're going to fight for god we're going to stay it's not about that there's a the spirit that is coming that has been raised against saints is a high spirit he has great words praise god is a he has is he has great anointing for seduction he has great anointing to convince a soul against the resolve that the soul has taken amen, amen. so you saying here that the same horn verse 21 made war with the saints and prevailed against them until verse 22 until what happened the ancient of days came and then judgment was given to the saints of the most high and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom so it took judgment being given to them for the saint to do what? Possess the kingdom. So what stopped the saints being prevailed against in the end time is the saint must receive judgment. Praise God. Now the the judgment where does that judgment come from it comes from books that should be open in the time of the end go back to verse 10 or if you can read it from verse 9 they speak about it in verse 9 so i beheld this throne till the thrones were were cast down the ancient of days did seat praise god whose garment was white as snow the hair of his head like pure wool his throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as a burning what as burning fire and the fiery stream issued and came forth from before him thousand thousands ministered unto him and ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him then the judgment was set and the books were what were open then because of that you now see I then beheld, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spoke, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and given to the what? The burning flame. And as concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Amen. Okay, praise God. Amen. Are you seeing this? So, something happened, the Ancient of Days sat, Praise God. And then what happened? The judgment was set and the books were open. And it is that book. We are not seeing that what is in the books that were open is where the is where is what invigorates the saints. Saints who have been prevailed against is what invigorates them for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. For is what invigorates them to for the to to be able to Instead of submitting to the dominion of this beast, 
but rather they are able to do what? To, to receive another kingdom. Amen. Amen. You will see that in verse 14, verse 13, sorry. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. So he came with the clouds. Of course, who are these clouds? These clouds, they, were, they call them clouds. And that word for cloud, they are cloud. The word cloud means witnesses. Cloud means they have testimonies. They are carrying waters. Praise God. So those waters are waters of judgment. Is the content of the book, praise God, that is inside the clouds. Those content is judgments. Am I making sense to you? Those judgments is what makes them able to, to move with the Son of Man and to come with him before the ancient of days. Amen. And when they came together, there is now given him a king, dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be what? Uh, uh, shall not be destroyed. Amen. I, I, does that make sense? Okay. I, I, I like the way they, in the, the, the spirit of prophecy works. They say something, they say it again. Now, you see the first part of this chapter, they said the same thing. Then they explained it again. We saw that. The, that was what they mentioned later about then the saints being prevailed against. Then what happened? The, until the age of this came, verse 22, judgment was given to, to what? The saints of the Most High. And, uh, amen. amen. Until the time came when they possessed the kingdom. So the purpose of judgment is for possession of the kingdom. So the answer against being prevailed against is you must possess the kingdom. Any soul that doesn't possess the kingdom can. Amen. Because there can't be an empty space of dominion. Anybody right now, if, if the dominion in you is the world, meaning that the kingdom you, you possess is the world, you should know now that nobody will possess world forever. After a while, that seven beast, an invisible eight beast will emerge, who is of the seventh, and who will go into perdition. So every man who, whose inheritance is the world will eventually go into perdition. If you are alive in the end, these end times, and your inheritance is the world, you will go into perdition if you don't inherit the kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is not a time for anybody to say, it's okay, now, even though I'm worldly, I will just go to, even from the gate money, never know. That, you can't say such things in to, today's, you cannot. <laughs> Praise God. You can't say such things. I'm sorry. Maybe there was a time when someone could get away with that. Not these days. It should be very clear to you that if you are targeting gate man, you will end up in lake <laughs> of fire. Nobody gets up and saying that I'm, I want to go to Lake or Lake is my own inheritance. So. Even, if, even if anybody says it's because he doesn't know what Lake is. Yeah. If they show you what Lake is, nobody would like to go there. 
Even Satan didn't want to go to lake. Right now, as you see where he is right now, he's afraid of lake. That's what makes him... He has great wrath. It's anger. The closer time is getting... How does he know time is getting closer? He's checking level of inheritance. In so... My time is short. He has a short time. He's, he's dreadful because leak is deadly. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So this is not a time for you to be shooting to be a gate man in heaven. Mm-hmm. You say, no, we can get both worlds. We enjoy the earth and then we just narrowly just make heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Amen. So I, and this and this is not a time for anybody to say, ah, don't disturb me with all this revelation, all this I don't like all this. Me, I'm a simple kind of person. Mm-hmm. You will see many many simple people will end up in lake mm-hmm. or fire. They didn't plan to go to Lake. They didn't plan to be haters of God. They just wanted to be simple and live a simple mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But they forgot that they have an enemy, mm-hmm. an adversary, the mm-hmm. devil. Who doesn't sleep? Which goeth about like a roaring lion? He's seeking for. So, so when he's coming to devour, you will say, I'm just a simple man now. Please don't devour me. <laughs> Amen. Or when this beast is rising up, the more simple you are, the easier. He doesn't even need great argument. He will just give you one simple thing. You will just agree, okay, okay. Amen. <laughs> So this is not a time for souls to be just simplistic. It's time for you must embrace the provision of heaven. You don't know more than heaven. God was not stupid when he gave all this revelation. He wasn't foolish when he gave all this. He, by the wisdom of the spirit, unlocked serious mysteries. And these mysteries that the Holy Ghost are revealing, these are our salvation. These are the provisions of an extremely good God. An extremely good God who took time to think to the end everything man will need to escape corruption, to escape destruction. He taught it out. He left nothing out. And he gave them to us. Praise the Lord. And there is an attitude of the prophetic spirit. I was saying, well, it's repetitive. He doesn't want you to miss it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's resound, even though it's a mystery. But when the door of the mystery opens, mm-hmm. it begins to sound mm-hmm. and sound and sound in different ways so that no soul will miss it. That's mercy. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's one of the reasons why we should not be afraid. All we should just be concerned about is our heart. That Lord, am I, am I constantly under the under submission to heaven's pro- provision for my soul? If I'm under submission, I can trust that there is so much strength of will in heaven to ensure that I be saved. God who desire that all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Praise God. Amen. So you see in this place, they mention it again, praise God, that so the saints should receive judgment. Are you seeing that word judgment? That is the answer. It's the content of the book. 
Now what they, any man who doesn't know the content of the book will be a prey to the mouth of this spirit. Because you can't, you need insight, inward judgment. So that when he begins to speak, because when, what he's saying, when he, he should not land on a heart that is empty. His argument, the argument of the, of the man of sin, should not land on an, on a, an ignorant heart. It, it's, it's it to be a tragedy for the argument of destruction, the argument that convinces men to hate God, should not fall on an ignorant heart. It would be a tragedy. So, but rather, when it comes with a, on a heart with judgment, judgment can handle it. So that's why heaven is investing in the church in the last days. Heaven is investing in soul that judgment must come. It's time for judgment to begin in the house of God. That house of God is what they call it the pillar and the ground of truth. Yeah. The defense of God's house is judgment. <laughs> Amen. 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 Am, am I making sense? So the, he began to prevail against the sin until the ancient of this sat, and then judgment was open. <laughs> and then when judgment was open, what happened? Then the time came, verse 22, that the saints possessed the kingdom. So the purpose of judgment is to possess the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Let's go on. He kept on explaining. You see the same thing again. Praise God. Let's see from verse 20. Let's, that was 22 I just uh, quoted, right? Then let's read on verse 23. And then thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, amen, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down, and break it in pieces. Amen. That this earth is talking about souls, am I correct? What does it mean to break down souls in pieces? It's to break down the structures of righteousness that has been built inside souls. He would break it down in pieces. Amen. And the ten horns out of his kingdom are ten kings that shall rise, and another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Praise the Lord. Amen. And then he shall speak great words against the Most High. When you see this thing here, this great word against the Most High is not this beast or this king now going to stand in heaven and say, God, you are this, God, you are that. That's not what he's talking about. When he says someone, say someone is speaking against somebody, it doesn't mean he went, most of the time, it's not he went to his face and he's, he's, he's talking to you. If I begin to speak evil of Emmanuel now, what am I? I want to dismantle the installation of Emmanuel inside you. Uh, right? That's what I'm concerned about. I, I'm not concerned about going to a man and telling him, no, no, that's not, that's not Satan. Satan is not standing and talking to God. He's that, amen. Satan trembles when it comes to God. He can't stand him. But it's the installation of God in men that he speaks. That's what this beast is anointed to speak against. If you check in chapter 13, you see his attitude that he had power. He was speaking great words of what? 
blasphemy against God. They now qualified it more against, against the temple and the blasphemy against the worshippers in the temple. Revelation chapter 13. Are you seeing? So his target was the worship in the temple. It's the souls that, that are still where worship is still rising. So this thing, this beast, this nature, he detects worship. Whenever you see a soul that can still that still have strength and it means because for a soul to worship means there's a there's a building inside that still tangents to God. When you see a worshiping worship happening, then he now begins to to speak. Amen. Amen. It's a conversation. How do you make men dead and cold? What makes the love of men wax cold towards God? It's because of the tongue of blasphemy. You blaspheme God to a man. When you blaspheme God to a man, what happens? God loses his, his holiness inside man. The kind of the fear of God departs from a man. The severity of God, it, it erodes from inside a man. Are you, that's what happened in this developed world. That's exactly what happened. Is that you had a spirit that's constantly blaspheming against, blaspheming against God. To men. After a while, you, you, dis, you remove the fear of God. This spirit is powerful. It can eradicate God's fear from a whole nation. After a while. Just to give him some years, he can do it. If a country like Nigeria doesn't quickly move into judgment and we begin to move into what the book is saying, you see how everybody's going to church every day. God is a serious thing in that country. It's just a matter of time. If this spirit has access, just give it some years. It begins to speak words of blasphemy. After a while, you will now see what, what happened. It will destroy God's installation, the fear, all those things in men that still respond to God, he can destroy them inside. That's how it makes war with saints and, over, and overcome them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? Amen. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Verse 25, right? See, that he shall speak great words against the Most High. And by speaking those words, will wear out the saints of the Most High. And then think to change times and laws. <laughs> and they shall be given unto his hand till the time and times and the dividing of time. Do you see that? So of course this is the last three and a half. It is for to accomplish destruction. What is the meaning of where? Can you tell me? Weary? Something is to weary. Tell me the, there's a character, something about wearing. To wear, it said it will wear out them. Not useful? Say it? Weaken? Okay. To wear something out. It comes from the outside. It starts coming from the outside. From the outside.
from the outside. Amen. Gradual. Mm. You read the word wear and tear. Mm. Wear happened before tear. To wear, wear it out is gradually. You will begin to weary them. To wear them out. Wear them out. Wear them out. It's by talking. Talking does not, do, does not accomplish its job in one day. The word, that word, speaking great words against the Most High. Someone just come one day and say, Today, I want you to hate God and deny. <laughs> he has made a mistake because that can never happen. You will drive me away. You will never talk to him again. Praise God. But this is a wisdom operation. It's, it's, it causes a way. There's, this spirit, I'm telling you, this spirit is in this region. It has done work here for a long time. Just traveling across the Atlantic and just landing here, one of the things you will feel, maybe you begin to feel after that, the third day, fourth day, is the weariness of this of the this the prevailing atmosphere that has been here or do you know how many great men and women of the of god and of the spirit have been weary down by this spirit over time great men of the spirit people who spoke in tongue more than you You don't know. You need to go and read the history to know what kind of place this land was. Those are the things that should make us fear. <laughs> you know, Canada the way it is. Do you know? Do you know? Just Toronto here. Do you know the kind of revival that has happened in Toronto before? You know the kinds of things that has happened here. There was one church you were, you went to one time. It's called what? Catch the fire. That church is actually that church is actually is a church that actually it was born out of revival. The revival that happened in Toronto. If just from one, one meeting, one church meeting, Holy Ghost just descended. Before you know it, the neighborhood started coming. There's no space inside the church anymore. People started parking outside. It was almost a whole neighborhood. Hundreds of thousands of people. Baptism of the Spirit. He were giving, becoming born again. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Gifts of the Spirit. Healings. All kinds of things breaking out. Just here in Toronto. Not too long ago, sir. <laughs> Just a few, de- few decades ago. What about the U.S.? <laughs> All the different things. That are, you get what I'm saying? <clears throat> Praise God. I feel like those, even the Christianity in Nigeria that we are so proud of never got to the heights that the moves of the Spirit in this part of the world, got to. Never got to those heights. <coughs> Are you seeing that? So there was plenty of spirit, plenty of all, but one thing, the books were not open. There was no judgment. When there is no judgment, what is judgment? Judgment is the revelation of righteousness. When there is no judgment, any move of the spirit can end. Because by the time more powerful spirits arise who have mouth of blasphemy, they can, a spirit can talk anointing out of a man. 
talk spirit out of a person. Hmm. Just conversation of an evil spirit will make, can make a head that wants, wants on fire. Make it dry completely. And make it completely just serve natural life. Intellectualism. Many churches that were once churches of the spirit, when you go there, they are, they are intellectual graveyards. You see guys with the glasses and everything just talking with two members. Without the Why? What happened? It's this, this spirit is a powerful spirit. Amen? Are you getting what I'm saying? And so this nature of blasphemy against God, the West that was once on fire for God, they killed the fire. And are now, they've now anointed the, the West with blasphemy. And the West is now taking it upon his head to publish blasphemy upon, among the nations. Are you seeing what's going on? P- praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the, it's true where, over time, where, it means little by little, degrade, diminish, the, the holiness of God diminished fate inside of souls. Amen. Amen. Let's read on quickly because time, time has gone. See, and it shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the sins of the Most High and then think to change times and laws. That's the next level. When you've worn them out, you now want to change times and laws. So, that word times and laws just simply means this. That laws is deeper than maybe the laws of nations, what they go and write in the house of commons and all that. That's part of it. That's part of it. That's a little part of it. But times and laws just mean this. Things that used to be abnormal before, make them normal. Things that used to be normal, make them abnormal. That word means the laws governing men. What used to be normal for people, now make it abnormal. Are you getting what I'm saying? That thing is a consequence of the of blasphemy t- having taken root in men. Are you seeing that? Because time when faith governed the earth, it also had a manifestation in terms of the culture of nations. Are you getting? And culture, what they say culture is a way of life. That's how they taught us in school. Culture just means way of life of a people. Amen. So, and you see a lot of even nations inherited to a great measure that Judeo-Christian cultural uh, positioning. Amen. A lot of nations, those things, to nations who gave room to Christianity, those things had some impact. So there are things that were acceptable culturally. So that's the meaning of times and laws. Laws means codes of behavior. Law means the, law means the, what is acceptable and unacceptable within a culture. Praise God. So, you see, the goal of this spirit is not just inside men secretly, make them hate God. It's that make that hatred to manifest and rewrite the culture. Praise the Lord. And think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand until the time and times and the dividing of time. Then verse 26, but the judgment shall sit. Thank you, Jesus. I love this. The judgment shall sit. Hey! Kamadush Kenehos. Fristanata. 
Thank you, Jesus. The judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion. Hmm. To consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Praise God. A lot depends on your individual faithfulness in righteousness. Praise God. What did I say? Faithfulness. Jesus depends on it. Amen. So there are things that Jesus is looking for. They are the what the what the book is meant to impart into souls. Without those things, the, what they wrote in First Corinthians fifteen will not happen. Not him reigning. He should reign, 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 reign until he put the enemy under his feet. That reigning is what Psalm 45 referred to as riding prosperously. That riding is inside souls. He has to ride prosperously inside of souls. Why? What will make him ride? Because of truth and meekness. And what? Those three things, they are the ones that constitute judgment. They are what the book wants to deliver to his soul. And in thy majesty, ride, Father Mahata. Amen. As we close, let's just quickly let's read that. And, uh, and we, can, we can close for today. Praise God. Our Father, we bless your name. We give glory to your name. Amen. Psalm, Psalm 45. Praise God. Hallelujah. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My, thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Guard thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall do what teach thee. And then thy arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Whereby the people fall under thee. Praise God. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. For thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God thy God. Anointed thee with the oil of gladness, uh, both thy fellows. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Say truth. Amen. Say meekness. Amen. Say righteousness. righteousness. How many of us want the reign of Jesus? Jesus is waiting, he wants to ride prosperously, but he's waiting for his. What he will ride on. He's, he's waiting for his chariots to arrive. What is chariots? Who make it the, the cloud? His chariots. 
so those clouds are men that he will ride on. What will make them rideable? Because they contain truth, meekness, and righteousness. A soul that has truth, meekness, righteousness is a soul that has been decked and ready for the prosperous riding of Jesus. We will be part of those souls. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and all eyes shall see. And all the nations of the earth shall wear because of him. Father, thank you. Thank you because you are preparing us. You are preparing the people. Thank you, Lord, because you are opening the book. You are causing, you are making judgment to sit. You want judgment to sit. For judgment to be established in your house. Faramata. Faramatiza buridaveno. Our prayer, let us just begin to turn us into instruments, into vessels of righteousness. Maiheno, Maniheno, Maniheno, Manistaniha, Enfralamastu Renotiva Suria Namadu Crede, Lamalamata Sata. Let's begin to pray. We want to partake of this judgment. Let's, let's pray for the installation of truth, the installation of meekness, the installation of righteousness. These are the things that amount to taking the kingdom, to receiving the kingdom. We give glory to your name. We give glory to your name. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, we thank you today. We give all the glory to you. Father, thank you for this insight this afternoon. Thank you for this is a blessing. It's actually a ceiling. Father, to create a depth of awareness, spiritual awareness and consciousness within our soul, our Father, of things that are and things that are to come. And Father, to unveil your provision to keep the souls of the saints and to prepare us for victory in these times. Father, I pray for every soul today that's under this word, that's under this ministration. Lord, I'm asking that you begin to make provision for us to come into all the portions of truth, of meekness, of righteousness that our soul needs to inherit. Father, we thank you that we will prevail in righteousness in these days. Lord, I begin to pray, let waters of heaven let it begin to fall and rain upon every heart and upon every soul in this season. 
to bring about what you deeply want to achieve, which is fruitfulness, profitability in righteousness. I speak to everyone, become fruitful. Become fruitful in righteousness. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray we will go forth as we are planted by the rivers of waters. We will begin to bring forth our fruit in season. That one day we shall be called the planting of the Lord. We shall be called trees of righteousness. That you may be glorified. And we'll go on to build the old waste places. Even the desolation of many generations. Thank you our Father. Lord, we just give all the glory to your name today. We ask that in all of this, may your name be glorified. And may our heart continuously see your supremacy above all. Thank you, our Father. We give all glory to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim. Shine for you